Uh, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, uh, episode number 271. It is your boy, Celeb, back again, uh, joined by my friend and uh, colleague, Bolt. Hello. Hello, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it long. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Celeb, back again. I- I've listened to some podcasts this past week. And I'm not trying to hate or nothing, bro. I'm really not. But I just can't help but be bubbly and like... Oh, I know, dude. I, I, bro, I listen to some of these podcasts and I'm like, man, they, like, they're really informative, but they're like so dead. They're so dead. You have to have personality, man. You got to pop that personality in there. Pop that personality. <laughs> oh, bro, I was supposed to pop go that there. Personality. I, I was supposed to go be like, my neck, my, my back. back. <laughs> my personality <laughs> clack like or whatever. Anyways, what's up, guys? It's the lab back again. Episode number 272. And uh, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's happening, dork? How are you doing over there? You know, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Over here, I had some cannolis earlier, mm. and it really fucked up my chest. Uh, bro, <laughs> cannolis are good, though. They are. They're delicious, and that's why you and me are a little overweight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're back, bro. We're back. Bolt is like, yeah, you're not shafting me anymore. I'm like, <sighs> you know, rather enjoy the shafting. You but, do. You know. You do. So we're That's gonna another ju- subject for another time. <laughs> well, that'll be the second opinion. Dark hey, cast. Hey, 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 we'll dig into that deeper later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So second opinion podcast episode number uh, 271 is here. Um, so we're going to jump down into it. Bolts, what have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? What has Bolts been drinking? Drinking Bolts has been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> a, a shit ton of cranberry juice. Now, listen. There's no vodka in there. There's nothing else mixed in. I've been drinking cranberry juice like it's going out of fucking style for some reason. It, is. it just, you know, and let me tell you something. I have peed awfully a lot. My my urinary tract, you know, system is track, <laughs> urinary tract infection. Was that true? Cysto, bro. Okay. Oh my god. No UTIs over here. We clean smooth, smooth rolling right now. Um, no, um, it's, I don't know, man. I've, I've had this craving for cranberry juice, like nobody's business. I've drank a ton of it. Like, you know, you know, those ocean spray bottles that are like three ninety nine at Brookshire's, those big old bottles. Yeah. I've drank like three of those a week, dude. It's crazy. Oh, damn, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's what I've been drinking. Um, as far as gaming wiles, uh, <laughs> wiles, man, wiles from that. See, this is what happens. We don't put me on the mic for three weeks. Yeah. You right. know? Uh, gaming wise, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, of course, all day long. Um, and um, I picked up Madden Twenty what last week, the week before, something like that. I've been playing shit out of that. So, well, I, I'm hoping you've been practicing. Man, let me tell you something. I went on. I was playing online today. I lost. I lost thirteen to twelve through like six interceptions, bro. I don't know what, what is going on. I don't know, man. I don't. Who are you know. playing as? Um, I was the Colts this time. And who were they? They were, uh, I think they were the Saints. Damn, son. This bitch just wants some. Um, it's crazy, man. That is crazy, bro. I've never seen you suck at Madden. But, but, but it's just one of those things, man. They, they, they bait me all day long. Bait me. Man, I'll have a crossing route, and I'll have a deep pattern, and then I'll have a button hook, and then I'll have a squarely route going this way. And they end up playing like middle linebacker or safety, and they bring them down the middle, and I'll be watching them cross. I'm like, yeah. He's open, and then all of a sudden, I see him shoot across the middle. I'm like, fuck. 
By the time I say, oh, I've already hit the X, the square, the circle, the triangle, or the X and Y and the A and B, whatever the hell I'm hitting. And they end up picking it. It's crazy, man. But my defense has improved so much that I could throw seven picks and still be in the game at the end. That's just, if I can figure out how not to fucking throw picks, I'll be all right. God dang, bro. That is nuts. Well, um, drinking-wise, I am drinking the Shiner Black Lager. Also drinking the Ruby Red and the Cosmos. Uh, Cosmos, whatever. Cosmos. Maybe I've had, I think I've had maybe four too many. You may have, bro. Uh, Anyways, but uh, definitely make sure to check out the Shiner Family Pack. Um, They got some... Really good beers in that pack. But um, I don't have my Wolfenstein review up yet. Wolfenstein Youngbloods. Hopefully, I'll be able to have it up this week. Things have been a little crazy. I've kind of been out of it uh, over the last week. I've kind of had to take some time to myself. Um, But outside of that, I've been playing Madden 20. Um, Birthday was on the 7th. So my boy Bolts over here got me that Scuff Gaming controller. Yep. Because he loves me. That's Mm -hmm. why. Is that more than you know? Is it, bro? Um, but uh, I've been uh, just gaming a lot, dude. I really have been. I've been playing a lot of that. Been playing a lot of Black Ops. Getting ready for Modern Warfare, bro. October twenty fifth. I'm so fucking ready for that game. It is ridiculous. Um, but I think overall, that is- you you realize there's some good shit coming out before then, right? <sighs> I'm just letting you know like what, huh? Borderlands. Borderlands, come on, come on Borderlands bro, 3, Borderlands Gears is 5, hold up, hold up, hold up, huh? hold up, hold Keep up, uh, Catherine Full Body, it's a great first game, Code Vein, which I'm going to enjoy, uh, uh, FIFA 20, <laughs> bro, <laughs> uh, anyways, well, go we ahead. got video games coming soon, we got Control coming out August 27th, we got Borderlands 3 coming out September 13th. Destiny 2 Shadowkeeper comes out the uh, September 17th. I don't even know why you put that shit on there. Because it's Destiny 2. Ugh. Everybody's into it right now. For oh, of some course reason. they are. Of we all make mistakes are. in life. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than an anthem. Ain't uh, that the damn truth? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but I... Uh, uh, I don't know, bro. I mean, I'm just not into a lot of these games, man. Like, Borderlands, I just can't get into. I tried to play the Borderlands Handsome Collection again the other day. I, like, re-downloaded it. I'm like, I'm going to play this game. No. Oh, my God, what is wrong with me? I've been playing the fucking shit out of Elder Scrolls Online. Yes, I know. Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. Um, Shout out to my grandmother. Uh, Bought me some PlayStation Network cards. Grandmammy. Yeah, back in her house. Um... I have been playing that uh, ESO, um, and I'm really loving it, dude. I, I got a level five dark elf. Uh, I've been playing through some of the stuff that's in Elsewire, but I think I'm gonna go back to the original like Tamriel Unlimited. Absolutely. So I can just like go back to different maps. Right. And right. I, I think it's easier to level up my character like that because I tried to face off against a dragon the other day and I got my ass destroyed <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but it's so good though, man. Like, why have I not been playing this game more often? Bolts, why have, have why don't you have this game? Y- y- Internet? I, no, I'm just not a big fan of MMOs. I, you know that. Yeah, but... That, that's, I mean... If, there's if, been some MMOs you've played. Warcraft? I never played WoW. You never played WoW? Never, ever touched WoW. I thought you did. Nope. You just play the original Warcraft? I play the RTSs. Oh, okay. 
Um, but I've I, I've never really dove into MMOs, and I've never been a big fan of them for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like real low level, but I'm not really seeing a lot of people right now, which is totally awesome. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm really enjoying my time with it so far. The world is really sprawling. Um, it does have that M- MMO kind of like play style. Yeah. Um, cause like the characters just kind of like stand there as they're attacking you. <laughs> um, but you know, they move around here and there they do different, you know, ability, they have different abilities. They have, you know, whatever else, but I don't know, man, I'm just, I, I'm so far, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, there's been a couple of times I've been in some dungeons. Yeah. Um, and ran into some, you know, like a, a giant amount of enemies and, uh, just out of coincidence, there's been some people online that have like popped up and like all of us take them out, or whatever. And well, then that's we awesome. Separate. So I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. You're like, cause I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Snap your business. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I really like it. Uh, I'm I'm very very much enjoying it. So speaking of that, I do plan on having my final thoughts at QuakeCon very soon. Um, I know QuakeCon was almost two weeks ago. Um, but I do want to give my thoughts and let you guys know what I what I what I thought about this year's event, and um, I also have my walkthroughs uh, that I have to get uploaded to. Um, but um, with that said, let's move on into some video game news. First off, I want to say big shout outs to Centilinks.com um, for always being amazing and supporting us. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Centilinks.com and Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Also brought to you by RealOutreach.com. Definitely make sure to check them out. Uh, there's more uh, more charity events coming very soon. I have to give a very big special shout out to my boy Matt Quad C. A very um, amazing guy. Works with us on Centilinks. He will be moving to South Korea very soon in the next few days um from what i believe um and i'm gonna miss him dearly although we didn't live uh extremely close to each other uh we did get to see each other at QuakeCon this year and spent some time at the party together and i will say that i'm really gonna miss you man and uh, i hope everything goes well with you and your wife moving to south korea i'm very excited for your future um and uh, i know we'll still talk soon because I'm going to be up a lot at 2 o'clock in the morning, and that's the afternoon for you. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told him, I was like, maybe we can do some side podcasting or something like that. Bring back one of those little small episodes here and there, micro episodes, and talk about the gaming scene um, in South Korea. And I think he has some pretty cool stuff planned for Cinelinks uh, with the gaming aspects uh, or gaming scene in, in South Korea. So, um, that being said, let's go ahead and move down into some video game news. Activision sees value in more remasters and new games in those series. Activision president Rob Koskit uh, told investors this week that they were not only exploring more remasters, they were also exploring new games in the IPs though, uh, of the games that were remastered, uh, which basically means... You know, they're going to be bringing new titles back uh, to fans uh, from the Spyro and the Crash series. He went on to say, when you look at your at our IP library, we think there's a lot of IPs in there that fans are going to want and experience once again. 
I'd say stay tuned for some future announcements, but just beyond pure remasters, there's also a lot of opportunities now uh, to innovate and think uh, think about a totally new content or totally new content for these IPs. Um, and the stories that you're going to be hearing today in the news topics are going to be sourced from PlayStation Lifestyle, um, from uh, GameInformer.com. Uh, and a few others as well. Um, comicbook.com. So definitely make sure to check them out. But Bolt, yes. Activision is talking about jumping back into the Crash world outside <laughs> of remasters um, as well as Spyro the Dragon. So what do you think about this? Do you think there's a possibility that this could be positive for both of these series because it is going to be new and innovative ideas for these series? Instead of them being just remasters, I mean, absolutely. Um, apparently, the, rem- the remasters have done have done quite well. Um, you know, you, you know, your your boy Bolts is not a big fan of remasters and whatnot. Um, but it did light a fire back under these titles. Um, so, in in all reality, if, if if they could come out with some, of course, some different gameplay, some different worlds, some different you know stories or whatever, with with new characters being brought in new levels, new challenges, and so on and so forth. Absolutely, I think it would be really great, especially with this whole video games are violence situation we're in right now. If you can if, if, if you can bring more games that have more of a kid-friendly feel, it'll definitely help out the video game world in that aspect as well. So, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I think that... I think that the way that they're doing this, they're talking about actually launching it as, like, full IPs, brand new games in the series i'm totally down for it i as as somebody that was a big fan of like the remaster relaunch of crash nitro crash team nitro fueled right um which is a culmination of uh, pretty much all the racing games in one i really really loved that game and i also loved the relaunch of crash bandicoot spyro was okay i think crash is just a more hyperactive kind of involving character it is than spyro but i would love to see them try something new with spyro you know what i'm saying i would love to see them try to come out with something new um something fresh something that's going to kind of bring the limelight back on to both of these characters that you know helped drive video games back in the 1990s so um I think we can both agree that I, th- I think it would be a good selling a good selling point to to make sure that everyone understood that both of these games are going to be brand new with brand new content and not just the same old thing. Because right. if they're the same old thing and it's like a 2D platform or it's like a like two and a half or 3D platformer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, okay. We've you know seen, we've seen that exactly, before. exactly. So where know. where are we going from there? They, um, they, they would ha- they would have to bring out something new, something like you said, innovative and so on and so forth to really expand that world of Spiral and Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the next topic, um, we're going to talk about Gears Five, limited edition Xbox One X console has been announced. Um, this console, bro, looks sick as shit don't even get me started holy dog. crap bro i mean it looks super crazy um it's been announced that the the first limited edition xbox one x 
since Project Scorpio edition um, is coming and it is in the uh, form factor of a Gears 5 system. Uh, now, this system will be bundled with Xbox Game Pass, a month of Xbox Game Pass, as well as uh, I think a month of Xbox Gold, yes. Xbox Live Gold. Yes. Um, and it will retail at a total of $499. Um, it is a lasered etch, etched cracks that are in this console with the, the actual symbol of Gears of War. Um, and it is an ice color. Uh, also included in the Gears 5 um, bundle, it, it comes with a... What, how do you say that name? K-A-I-T? Cat? Yeah, yeah, Cat Dias. Okay, well, I don't play Gears of War, so don't (laughs) fucking (laughs) murder him. Murder me. Uh, Cat Dias Xbox One controller uh, featuring a similar icy look and texture along with Cat's emblem. Um, I just, I saw the eye. It threw me off. I got you, bro. I have dyslexia. I got you. Uh, you're like, I got you, Biggin. Look, put your swimming trunks on, okay? <laughs> your arm floaties. Uh, your arm floaties. <laughs> I got you. Papa Boats is here. Um, but that's a sick-ass looking fucking controller, bro. And, and the I mean, charge the chargers? Stand? Oh, yeah. my God. The charge stand on there, dude. Um, you can buy the the controllers separately, uh, which launches October 20th for $74.99. There's also a charging stand uh, that is $49.99. But you know what's crazy? I know some motherfuckers out here are going to go buy this shit. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Like anybody would spend over $1,000 on gear stuff. I wonder who that's going to be. I have no idea who that would be. Or even was ever. Whoever. Whoever was ever. There's also some Razer headsets that are themed around the game that are coming out. And a Razer-themed mouse and keyboard. Um, or Gears-themed mouse and keyboard. As well as a 2 terabyte um, external storage drive. For $109 that is themed around the game as well. So so if you haven't been saving your pennies, you might want to start. How much would that be? You got $499, so let's just say $500. Uh-huh. Okay. Five, five, 500, 500, $575, plus another $50. So you're looking at 620 630 And then the headset and the mount, I'm, I'm assuming... The headset will cost you either apply another seventy. Bro, the the keyboard and mouse It'll cost you three hundred. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars, three hundred bucks. Then you got the so roughly around a thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like eight fifty, eight seventy five. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? I remember back in the day, there's just one game that came out. I think it was called Gears Three. <laughs> <laughs> And it was you at, bought the you I, bought the collector's edition I console. Bought, I bought the collector's edition console. Excuse me, the collector's controller, the collector's edition extra controller, the game itself that came with a 16-inch kneeling statue of Marcus Phoenix. Yep. I also bought the uh, three and a half foot replica of the Lancer, and I bought the headset that came with it also. Um, I think I walked out of there with a, uh, almost a little, little under eleven hundred dollars. Whoo! So dang. yes, there are people that will go out and spend this money. There are people that will do that, and it's only you. I know, uh, but but Cliffy B knew that I did too. Oh yeah, you I made told sure him. to tell him. <laughs> you made sure to tell him. Man, that was a crazy. We're at the party bro. at uh at the Borderlands party. 
No, I'm sorry. No, the no, Duke happy Nukem ending. launch party. Happy ending party. Fultz walks up to him. He's like, hey, bro, listen. I spent $1,000 on everything. Lancer, controllers, console. Shit better be worth it. That's I'm like... <laughs> Bolts has no filter. No. It doesn't. <laughs> but anyways, back to I'm the like, system. That's why he didn't go yeah. to the QuakeCon. Is that, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's so oh funny my God, bro. shit. Funny uh, ass shit. But let's talk about this next topic. And then we're going to go to a music minute. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have the biggest post-launch content pipeline in the series history. Activision Blizzard President and Chief Operating Officer Cody Johnson has said that the upcoming Call of Duty Modern Warfare will, will come with the largest post-launch content in franchise history. Speaking to investors in the recent earning call, Johnson tossed a tease. A number of surprises will be coming this year, and they will be breathtaking in terms of visuals and performance. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they built an entire engine to take that step forward for that stuff this year. Yeah, I know, man. It's so crazy. There's, a, It says also down here on the bottom, um, last week... Multiplayer revealed uh, the multiplayer was revealed between 36 of the world's most prolific streamers playing against one another, and it was a huge hit. I'm a bit hell yeah, it was. And you saw the gameplay, bro. Uh, I mean, it looks like, yeah, bro. I don't I'm know what so, to, I'm so glad we got that last minute invite to that, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know what to say, um, about the overall aspect of this game because. It looks to be, um, it looks to be like a Call of Duty like we've never seen before. The gameplay is faster, frame pra- uh, frame rates are are way more smooth. Um, it's very realistic. And another thing, like I talked about on last week's episode, um, they're doing things that are so not Call of Duty esque. Mm-hmm. Um, having a domination mode that's twenty v twenty. Having a uh, a one map that can fit a total of sixty four players in that one map. Yep. With you know drop in drop out tanks, with kill streaks coming back, with juggernaut coming back. A lot of people are excited about that. I know you're probably not. I don't know if you are. Or not. Oh, it is what it is. It's Call of Duty. You'll have kill streaks and all your little special things that people uh-huh. do. So it, it is um, what it is. But uh, he did say too. It said it includes a great campaign set in the current uh, in the current data. We think stands apart from what? What the, what the fuck? It includes a great campaign set in the current data. We think stands apart from anything else in the industry, and we're thrilled and excited about what fans and new players will think. I'm I'm super excited. This this game this game right here is going to take you take you a step forward into your into your into your emotions into your morales into your i mean it's going to put you into the game more than it has ever before call of duty has always been hey let's go let's go do a one player campaign hopefully it's a good story you got some you got some memorable you got some memorable characters and whatnot <laughs> did you see that bro i tried to drink a beer and the fucking cap was still on <laughs> Maybe he won't notice if I just put it back down. <laughs> back to Call of Duty. No, um, it's it's good. It's it's gonna put us in a whole nother 
another aspect of what 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 Activision, what Call of Duty is bringing to this and to the first person yeah. um, genre in yeah. in all reality. You know, it's 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 we saw gameplay, we saw that mission, we know what to expect. Yeah, and if it's gonna be if if the entire campaign or whatever is gonna be like that, yeah. It's going to be breathtaking. And just the multiplayer, like, like I said earlier, is just, it seems different. It seems like at, uh, like Infinity War was like, listen, we're going to do something completely different. Right. We're going to do, you know, games are slowly but surely evolving and changing. And the last couple of Call of Duties outside of like World War II, oh, you know. So good. World War II was amazing, but you can see similarities between all of them. Oh, you yeah. Know what I'm absolutely. saying the gameplay was similar it was very easy to pick up you know um but this is going to be somewhat of the same but it's going to be very realistic yeah um it's going to have if anything to be honest with you it's gonna probably i think the reason why i think i'm going to like this more it's going to have more of a battlefield type of look and feel to it uh, that's what i love about the battlefield series is how realistic yeah. The gameplay looks. Oh, bro. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, god dang, playing some of the campaigns of Battlefield 5, you walk into this huge giant fucking field and you know, there's explosions, people are running past you, bullets are you know, going past you. So it was very engrossing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. with like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh I think it's going to have the same exact feel. No, and and that's exactly what I got. What, what the the feeling I got from watching that gameplay footage, you know. Oh, bro. You know, it was it was there, there was no music. It was quiet. You're actually sneaking around, walking in. You know, it'd be really cool if they had some kind of like decision based while you're in there. You know, whether you shoot this lady or you don't shoot this lady, and something yeah. happens later on in the game. You know, but that that that's just me. Hopefully, but well, see, and you know, I can understand why some of the other you know people out were kind of like. It was like really shocking because they they were like they were like oh you know Call of Duty Modern Warfare is going to be a really great game we've been working really hard on it here's some gameplay there was like an explosion car exploded blah, blah blah they go over to the next scene and they like kick in the door they walk in there and they start like shooting people and shit and then I was like oh okay killing terrorists and then it shows the, you know that one chick that runs over there and gets her baby she's like my child my baby I'm like oh fuck they're going like fucking dark <laughs> with this shit bro. And that's kind of how it was. So I can understand why people were kind of like, it was just a lot. It was a lot to take in. But I think they've 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 somewhat um, mixed it around a little bit and tried to line it out. From what Activision has said since E3, mm -hmm. they've been like, you know, we're taking a darker tone, but we'll try to be more transparent and let you guys know exactly how this game is going to be because exactly. this game is going to be way more realistic than exactly. previous call of duties. So, uh, I am very excited and plus there's no season pass this year. So all the DLC map packs and all that stuff are going to be free. Um, and that is the way to go. Uh, especially with the industry that we are in now. Applause to you. Activision. Applause. Applause. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about more call of duty. We're going to talk about death stranding. Talk about, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, and then we're going to have our big discussion piece. Do video games make us more violent? Right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. Yeah, I'm 
Alright guys, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that music minute. Brought to you by Tech Industries. Amazing music by amazing people. Um, so we were talking about Call of Duty just a moment ago. And we're going to be talking about Call of Duty once again. It is rumored and reported that Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have a Battle Royale mode that will be free to play. It is coming in 2020. Um... If this report is true, this is going to be very smart for Activision to do. Um, this is sourced by comicbook.com or WWG. Um, according to a new report, Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have a Battle Royale mode, but not only uh, not at launch. Rather than it coming to uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC whenever it first launches, it will be coming in sometime early 2020 and will be free to play. And because it is free to play, it will be a, a completely separate purchase for most gamers, I guess. If you have Modern Warfare, it'll add to your game, connect to the game that you already have. But if you don't have it, then you could just download it and play it as a free to play, um, as a free to play battle royale game, uh, which I think is really smart. Dude, that's incredible, man. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if they're if the game if the Modern Warfare actually coming out will have the border battle royale already on the on in the game. Yeah. But if but if this if the if the new M Dub comes out and it's just your campaign and your online you know your online play, and yeah. then you know in 2020 this comes out completely separate from everything, yeah. then that's you know people who don't play. You know, M Dub, but play Battle Royale games. We'll be able to dive into this without purchasing the game themselves. Not waste sixty bucks just because you want to play a Battle Royale with everybody. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, no, that's that's freaking awesome. Um, well, uh, YouTuber or you know, basically long time person that has leaked shit about Call of Duty before, long sensation, uh, states on Twitter. So apparently, Battle Royale in Modern Warfare will be free 
to play and will release in early 2020. It will be downloadable as a separate game, but also will still be connected to the core game uh, that you own. If this is true, it'll be a very good move for Activision. He then went on and replied to that tweet and said, likely um, the intro will be Infinite Warfare, Raven Software, Activision, then a loading screen taking you to the main menu of Battle Royale. And like I said, this is unofficial, but uh, there's a very big possibility it's going to happen. And if that is the case, if it does launch as its own title that you can just download for free whenever and like not have to worry about buying the entire base game, mm -hmm. this is going to be so smart for them, especially with Battle Royales being as popular as they are now absolutely. and as easily accessible. Absolutely. No, are. absolutely. That, that That's like I said, that's that's one of the best decisions um, M-Dub or Activision will ever make in the, in, in, in the gaming industry. I totally agree. And, you know, uh, you would kind of want that because Call of Duty Mobile is coming soon as well. Um, and, you know, there's a big push, like, uh, from what I saw from online promotions. The Note 10 is coming out uh, August 27th or August 25th. Um, and it's one of the phones that is being pushed to really optimize Call of Duty Mobile. Yep. Um, and it's a 6.8 inch screen, I think total with an infinite, uh, infinity display, mm -hmm. smallest bezels that have ever been on a Samsung phone. It's definitely something that I am like right there on the edge of buying. Um, <laughs> if I don't get it in August, I'll probably get it in October or November, but it looks amazing. But Call of Duty Mobile, what was great about playing it is the multiplayer was super smooth. The gameplay was really fantastic and it felt like a console experience. But I was also able to play Call of Duty Mobile's Battle Royale mode on the go. So, um, you know, with that being said, on the go, easy access to that game mode. I would want something like that on console as well. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. So, like, if I was playing, I would rather, I would much rather click on, like, if I did want to play the Call of Duty Battle Royale mode. Right. I'd much rather just, like, click on that and jump in it, into it from my the main menu of my PlayStation 4 than have to go into the regular mode and then click on Battle Royale mode and then let it load and then load up that and then Absolutely. get into a game. Absolutely. You know, just take me directly to it. Um, so, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to work out really great for Activision if that is the truth and is actually happening. So this is pretty fucking crazy right here, bro. Um, I didn't put a lot of the shit in here correctly. Obviously, I can tell that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, bro. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation seemingly confirms Death Stranding is no longer a PlayStation 4 exclusive. So fucking PlayStation fans, lose your shit now. <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, it's not a... PlayStation 4 exclusive anymore. So what the fuck ever, bro? I who cares? Care. And you know, and I, you know, my biggest thing about this is, you know, it's it's it, of course it's probably gonna be on PC. It won't be on Xbox. I guarantee you won't be on Xbox. Um, but it's going to a PC, which if Death Stranding is going to be the game that we think it is, you know how beautifully playable that game is gonna be on a PC. Oh, bro, it will look amazing on a oh. PC. Now, this is said right here on comicbook.com. Make sure to check him out by Tyler Fisher. Um, he does say, I do not have a source for this. 
Unfortunately, I don't have any sources for this one, but it's uh, for what it's worth. I have read Scuttlebutt everywhere. About <laughs> Scuttlebutt. That's such a funky word, I Scuttlebutt. I've I've heard Scuttlebutt everywhere about a PC port coming after launch. Though it is unclear when after launch it is supposedly arriving. Hmm. If it does, whatever. I don't care, bro. If it's a console, like a timed exclusive, okay, awesome. But um, I'm kind of over... I don't know, bro. I want exclusives because that's the only way to to drive the industry with the console Absolutely. wars, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, exclusive stuff. But like... If it was exclusives, like if it's a timed exclusive, I don't give a shit, bro. I yeah, really don't. As, as far as exclusives go, I don't, you know it could be it could be exclusive to Xbox. You know the th the thing about PCs, uh, PC is they call themselves the master race, but not everybody in this world can't afford or will ever afford a PC. You know what I'm saying? You know consoles are so much more affordable. So it, so if it's not just exclusive to PS4 and it goes to PC. That's a totally different way. If it's not if it's if it's not exclusive to Xbox and it goes to PC, that's totally different than it just being PS4 and Xbox. You know, so so everybody can't afford a PC that everybody that that you know games like the original Crisis and shit like that can play on. So it's just it, it they're they're reaching out to a to a small to a small crowd in in retrospect, and so I I, I think it's good. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's going to be good as well. Um, I mean, of course, I guess I can understand coming from someone that used to be like a super big PlayStation fanboy, like all the time. Like, I was like, ah, no, it's exclusive on PlayStation 4. That's the only way you can play it. Blu-ray. You know, Blu-ray. Blu-ray, look, Blu-ray, 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 Blu-ray. Um, we're talking about our friend James. Um, I don't know, bro. I mean... Obviously, I would. I kind of like in the back of my mind, I want this to be an exclusive, so it would possibly be good for Sony. But but see that's but see that's the thing. Yeah, Death Stranding is a game that will make you go buy a PS4, not buy a PC. Yeah, exactly. So, so what I'm getting at is yeah. like, you know, I can understand if they were to come out and say it's no longer a PlayStation 4 exclusive. It's also coming to Xbox. Then I'd be like, oh fuck. Then bro. I can understand. Yeah, you're, 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 dude, yeah. that sucks. But with the PC, you're not going to go spend $1,100 on, what? what is that, an HP Omen for $1,150 to play this game? No, right? yeah. you're not going to go drop that. Yeah. I mean, you might go drop you know, $400 on a PS4 to go play it. Maybe. It just depends on your situation. Um, but I'm very excited for this game. It's still fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. watching a little trailer of it right now, and it's still shrouded by, like, confusion. I, but I love it. Oh, I know because they they, they ain't giving you they ain't giving us shit. They're not guy. giving us anything. They're at like, all. hey, this is this is Daryl Dixon. He has a crossbow and a motorbike. <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> I hate you so much. You were right about that game. What game was that? You, you know what it was. Anthem. <laughs> Fallout seventy six. <laughs> Days gone. Days gone. The game is gone. <laughs> I love you, Days Gone. I love I love Ben Studios. I think they're amazing, but Bro. The game just I don't know, bro. It got really good ratings. Everybody seemed to like it. I could not get into it, bro. At all. It just seemed so familiar. It just it just how it has it happens, man. 
Yeah, it happens. You know, Bolt is right sometimes. Electronic Arts has officially trademarked Plants vs. Zombies Battle for the Neighborville. Um, I'm guessing this is going to be Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3 or something like that. I can only hope, considering EA recently sent out alpha test invites for the new Plants vs. Zombies shooter, which I didn't get invited to, which I was upset. Codenamed Picnic. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I've just always been a big fan of Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Oh, I know you have. It's just not your thing. It it, it, it really is not. I I like the I like you know I like the the top down look at the strategy of that. Um, and I can honestly say I, I never played it just because it never it just never piqued my interest at all. I think you would really like it. I may, but I just... I just, you know, don't. So move on to the next topic. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, Bolt. Fuck you, Bolt. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, it's one of my favorite games, bro. That's honest to God truth. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Um, it, it, uh, it's very fun, very over the top and crazy. So um, I'm I'm glad you know games like this have have big fans like yourself because yeah. they, they need them man yeah. it, it helps. Push. I was really surprised I hadn't played Garden Warfare two in so long and I re-downloaded it and like every match I got into was full. So oh wow yeah I was really surprised. Um, okay, so we know this is somewhat of a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys, uh, but this week has been a little weird news wise and weird for us in general. Um, but we have a discussion segment, and the topic of uh, this discussion is, do video games make us more violent? So Bolts and me have had a couple of disagreements before in the past, but uh, we want to try to put it behind us in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Possibles. <laughs> Coming from two guys that worked at GameStop for quite some time, uh, two guys that have, you know, are a little outspoken. You, to say in a nice a, way. A little outspoken. We, we have quite a bit of opinions on our mind, bro. Yeah. And it uh, don't matter what the fuck it is. Uh, so, we're going to talk about video game uh, violence. The uh, If it actually affects the youth. Um, do we feel that it really, really affects kids? Um or adults in general? Do, do we feel that it makes people make uh, more aggressive? Um, so, with that being said, let's go ahead and get down into it. You're wrong, Bolts. End of the episode, guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you. Okay, so... Um, ugly truth. Uh, we live in, an, in a world now that things like this happen. Absolutely. Shootings. Absolutely. Um, and the other ugly truth is that we always have times that people will try to um, blame other situations for current situations. So right now, um, the big topic at hand is President Trump came out publicly and uh, denounced video games and said that they're too violent. That's. Um, that's one of the main reasons why this type of stuff is happening. Um, then you had other uh, Republican um, speakers come out and say the same exact thing. Uh, you actually had one crazy ass um, 
I don't know if it was a senator or if they were a... I can't remember, but she came out and said the reason why all this gun violence is happening uh, is because um, homosexuals and because of video games and, uh, you know, trans transgender people. That's why. God wants it to happen. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You, f oh. God wants it to happen. You know, you know, <laughs> you know the more people have died in holy wars in the name of their God more than anything in this world. God does not want anybody to die. And 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 if and if and if and if you are on the spiritual on the spiritual path of faith and religion. Then, uh, and if, if, if you believe in the Sodoma and Gomorrah and stuff like that, if God wants us to be gone, then God will make us be gone. And that's the end of it. Yeah. You exactly. know, he, you know, after Adam and Eve, he gave us, they, he gave us the will and the free choice to make our own decisions. And, and if, if, if you decide to shoot someone, that's on you and nothing else. Yeah. You know, we, we were going to make this. We were going to make this into a big discussion where I was on the side of, of video games making gun gun violence, but I don't think that's going to happen because it's absolutely, utterly ridiculous. These kids these days. But let's look at it. Let's look at it the way you said. Let's. I mean, let's let's understand both sides, okay? So, one of the big things that they say, uh, one of the big uh, topics is video games. Violent video games desensitize players to real-life violence. Um, they say that they're, you know, uh, this was supposedly a study. It says, study found that just 20 minutes of playing a violent video game can cause people to become less psychologically aroused by real violence. Um, and this was done back in 2011. Um, uh, 2011 previewed study found a... A casual link between violent video game exposure and an increase of aggression, um, but it was a very, very, very small percentage, extremely small percentage. Um, so then, you know, you cut down to um, there is a uh, there is a, a kind of like a stats thing that was done by Vox. It says video games revenue um, per person estimate uh, estimates. Uh, it, for 2009 okay per person in 2019 I'm sorry um, Japan $150 per person for the most part every time that they would buy a video game for the most part it was 150 bucks US um, it was you know over a hundred South Korea is over a hundred okay but then you think you look at violent gun deaths okay Per 100,000 people in 2017. All right. Fortnite was around in 2017, correct? Right. Okay. Fortnite was around. Call of Duty was around. Doom was around. All these violent video games. Japan, South Korea, um, United Kingdom. They were all um, barely above zero. On the amount of violent gun deaths that happened in 2017. Okay. Mm -hmm. 2019. It was. Per 100,000 people. It was past the 4% marker. Okay. So then you think about like. In 2018, 2019. There's a total of 200. And I think this this physical year. There's been a total of 220 
mass shootings just in the United States compared to everywhere else, compared to everywhere else in the nation. And what what do Republican most conservative senators, congressmen, what do they say? Uh, well, um, it's because God's not in schools. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, video games are desensitizing kids. So look, let me say it like this, bro. As a lot of you guys know, I do have Christian backgrounds. Um, I, me and my wife, you know, we follow the Christian faith. But at the same time, you know, we're I'm not I'm not some backwoods person that believes gay people don't exist, right? You know, or um, someone that that is uh, that is a homosexual believes they need to burn hell. You know, I don't care what anybody says. They're going to think I'm crazy whenever I say this. I know that. But, like, the Catholic Church has changed shit over the years. Mm-hmm. Say what you will. You know, God loves whoever, bro. You, If you don't believe in God, that's whatever. It's You believe. Bro, this bottle right here, Ruby Red's Shiner. If you think that's your God, then whatever, bro. Do you. Do you. But I believe that I don't care if it's your sexual orientation. I don't care if you want to be a dog. If you want to dress up like a dog 24-7, that is your right to do it, then do it. And I'm going to love you all the same, man. You know, that's that's what you're supposed to do in this world. You know, I think the reason why these type of things are happening is because, you know, I think some of these people are having their little cries for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of these people have had really bad things happen in their life. But then you also think of, you know, some of these kids out there like five of these kids, five of these kids that have done the shootings have been from very wealthy families, okay? Have been from predominantly more white families. Every one of them. Almost all of them around the same age, anywhere between 15, 15 to 18 years old. Yep. Um, so, like, there's obviously a pattern here. You know, my big, my biggest thing is, you know, as far as go, video games cause violence. Yeah, you know... If, if, if you want to point your finger at anything in my eyes, you know, we've, we, we, we've, we've had a, an uproar, if, if not a, a spike in gun violence over the past decade, two decades. And if, and if you really want to point your finger at something, it, it pointed at technology in general. You know, we have so many people who are on your cell phones. On your iPad, on on your tablet, watching TV, on your gaming console, playing on the PC, balls deep in every social media outlet there is, whether that's Snapchat, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. You know, it's just there's there's so much out there that reflects so much negativity out there. It's it's unreal. How how whether you're a young man or a young girl going through the ages of 13 to 17. There is so much out there that these kids read that has nothing to do with video game violence. This has to, it has to do with society itself. We as people, as society, we, we, we have completely de- desensitized these kids with anything. And the moment something happens or something is said, these kids don't know how to react besides act out because there's no one else around to listen to them because your face is buried into Facebook. It's buried into Snapchat or you're on the phone with someone else or you're you're, you're on your iPad, you know, watching, you know, MasterChef while your kid is in the, locked himself 20 hours into his bedroom playing Fortnite, you know, for some dumbass reason. You know, 
we as a society, as mostly as parents who have kids, Caleb, you have two children now. I have a, I have a, I have a 10 year old son who's fixing to be 11. Okay. Now I am divorced with my wife, him and my ex-wife and her husband, they take care of him. But I'll be damned if, 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 if I'm not talking to my son, I know exactly what he's doing. You know, he's in his room playing you know, whatever the hell he's playing. Mostly Halo. For some reason, he is attached to that game. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> it's because it's a wannabe Doom. That's why. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's 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 up to us uh, as our job as our parents to to help these kids grow. You know, as you know, if if the 15 to 17 puberty, you're going through high school, you're going through middle school. There's shit happening all around, whether it's with your body or whether it's someone around you. You know, there's bullying going on. The the bully is ridiculous. You know, you can sit there and talk shit across across states to someone on the other side who's listening and you don't even know what kind of issues they're going through you know i can be in texas and some 10 year old kid is talking to me about i'm gonna fuck your mother what you know that shit like that you know that stuff right there builds up and these 15 17 year old you know teenagers you know going through that stuff that 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 is what's renovating that it's, it's not the violence yes i in my opinion violence the game the gun the game violence may have a may have a play in this but it is definitely not the major if not the biggest cause of this society itself in my opinion is the cause for this parents need to be parents children need to be children there's an ersb rating on these fucking video games for a damn reason parents anybody who's buying these games should fucking use them yeah um well you know what i'm gonna say um I don't believe that a lot of the guns out there that are available for purchase should be purchasable. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I have a lot of friends in my area that um, own AR-15s, um, and I know I know it's more for a visual aspect of having a gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You and me both have shot AR-15s before. Absolutely. Okay. It is a very powerful feeling. To ha- especially whenever you shoot an AR-15 that is stocked out, bro. Like mm-hmm. that is like top-notch, night vision, little fucking scope. There's a friend of, there's a friend of my brother's that has uh, an AR-15 has a night vision scope on it. It's got mil- like it fucking feels like a military grade weapon. When you shoot it, it's like, oh man, well, that was fucking crazy. You know, but like, what the fuck are you going to use that for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're going to go out at night and blow a fucking deer's head off? Like, come on. Like, I just don't understand the need for that. You know what I'm saying? What is it? What is your, what is, what are you going to use that weapon for? Who fucking knows? That deer has an armored vest. sorry it's a tactical deer i forgot um but you know but then you think about these shooters the like two okay the el paso shooter yes his mom hit the police up and said listen my son has bought an ak weapon i don't know exactly what it is but it's an ak style weapon um i'm really worried what he is going to do with this weapon okay that's what she said. And, and that's all fine. But but this goes back to my, my point. You know the kid just bought it. Go to your kid, whip his ass with the belt, and take the gun from him and go on with your... Oh, son. I agree, bro. I mean, I totally agree. I would have... You know, if I would have bought something that my dad did not want me to buy, he would have gone in there and said, give me that shit. Right? What's wrong with you? You know, but at the same time, yes. we, are, we are living in a more progressive world. Absolutely. People try... You know, it's just like me. You know, I don't 
beat my child. You know, I wasn't beaten as a child, but you know, I was disciplined. But at the same well, time, I was. I, <laughs> um, but you know, I I have to talk to my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever Amar gets upset, I try to I try to understand why she's upset. She's two years old. There's a lot of times that she can get upset because Mr. Turtle didn't like belly buttons. Right. Whoever the fuck that is, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I have to sit down and talk to her. And say, baby, calm down. Listen, let's calm down and let's relax. And tell me what's going on. She's like, I'm hungry and I cry. I'm like, okay, well, let's go over here and sit in the chair. That's it. But at the same time, to to get down to brass taxes on this, you need to be more involved in your kids' lives. And that's you know? what, and that's the biggest thing. Be a part of their life. It, I don't look at it in the aspect of it being a video game issue. Um, I, I can I guess I can understand why some people say some kids are getting more de- desensitized. Per se, it's a normal thing now with like, you know, video game violence, movies like John Wick, you know, TV shows like even Handmaid's Tale, people dying in that Mm -hmm. constantly. 13 Reasons Why, you know, the show on Netflix, you know, uh, you have rape, you have, you know, suicide and all this stuff in there. Um, But I also feel that the world that we live in now is more open to talking about these things. So you as a parent should be challenged to say, what is something that is appropriate for my kids to watch? Absolutely. That's whenever you cut down to rating systems. Yeah. When you watch something on Netflix that is... Rated R. Rated R. It says it on there. Or it says NC-17. There's a reason, people. You're not supposed to be letting your kids watch that shit. Coming from people that worked at GameStop as long as we did. Oh, my God. We worked at GameStop as long as we did. There are multitudes of times that parents would come in there with their kids and they would buy Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Three, Vice City, all day long. You know this is right. It was actually damn. a guy that we know that quit working at GameStop because of the selling of yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, it was a friend of ours, Chris Light. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, listen, I can't be a part of this. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you know, we're selling these video games to these kids and I don't think it's right. And you're like, okay, that's fine. You know, but there are games out there that are appropriate for these kids. Absolutely. Like perfect for instance, Fortnite is a perfect game for kids. Okay? Oh yeah. It's a perfect game. There's no blood, there's no gore. It is you, you shoot the little gun or whatever else, the other person falls down and it on disappears their hands and, knees and they disappear. Okay? But like Mortal Kombat 11, there's something a little different, you yeah. know? But the rating on that game is rated mature. It's there Just like it. John Wick 3. Amazing movie. Amazing. I finally watched it the other day. Amazing. So, so good. So off subject right now, but that scene with Halle Berry and the dogs and John oh, Wick. Oh, my God. Yes. Hands down. Unbelievable. Bro. But it's not appropriate for kids to watch. That's it. Doom Eternal. Game that you and me both are fucking stoked for. This game is going to be like I didn't go to QuakeCon. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Do not go buy this game for your seven to ten to thirteen year old. Yes, there's a reason why. Don't. It is a gory, gory game. It's not a good idea to go out and buy this game for your kid. You know, but as I've said earlier, it's the ESRB rating system. So I do not believe that. Video games, of course, if, if like, okay, let's just say, 
let's just say this right here is a kid, okay? I'm holding the bottle in my hand. His name is Steven. He's been picked on from first grade to sixth grade. He doesn't have many friends. His parents aren't really extremely involved in his life, okay? He plays violent video games. Uh, at some point in time in his life, he had some form of abuse, physical, either sexual, physical, verbal, whatever. There is a bigger possibility of this kid, Steven, compared to this kid over here, Briley, who had a great upbringing, never had any abuse, doing something like that. You know, that's just from personal experience at times that I've dealt with people like that. Absolutely. Um been multiple kids that I went to school with before that uh, there was a kid that I knew in school in Grapeland. His name was Tyler. Um, he was crazy, bro. I mean, he was fucking nuts. He would do stuff like he would constantly try to get in fights, constantly try to, you know, show out in front of everybody. He jumped, he got on top of the band hall one time and jumped off the roof of the band hall and landed flat on his face on the ground. And afterwards, when he got up, everybody's like, why'd you do that? He's like, there was a bat up there. What? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> so he, like, broke he broke his collarbone in, like, four places. <laughs> Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, he did that, and <laughs> he was obviously trying to get attention. He was acting out. He was acting because, out. Because, they're, because, because pe people don't realize. His parents, like, I think exactly. one of his parents ended up going to jail. Negative. He had a lot of situations of really bad problems in his house. I think now... That uh, that he's possibly doing good, uh, but it, it's a it's a sad situation. And that, by the way, his name is not actually Tyler. Right, right. I, I got you. Said, I got you. Yeah. But but a lot, a lot of kids dealing with that kind of social, that's that social anxiety. I guess you could say is is negative attention is better than what they've been receiving. Yeah, so exactly. If they have, if they've been receiving any at all, yeah. you know, it, 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 it might, you know, to sum all this up, I, I really believe that us as a society, we, we enable the, the depression or the anxiety issues of the, of, of the youth more than anything. Because, because like, I, I could, I consider to tell you that, like, whenever my son comes and visits me, there's times of hours at a time that, I, I I completely forget that he's sitting there playing his video game for how many hours at a time, you know? Yeah. It, that shit happens. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that, but <laughs> when you got two parents there and you're in this house and you, one parent's watching TV, the other parent's on their cell phone, and your kid's in his room for the past nine and a half hours playing whatever the hell he's playing, got his door shut. You know, you went out and bought Grand Theft Auto. You went out and bought Doom. You went out and bought Red Dead. You went out and bought this, this, and this, and this. What do you think that kid is doing in there? You know, first, he's not getting any kind of interaction from you, his parents. He's probably, if he's playing Call of Duty or some shit like that online, he's probably talking to some chump across four states who's calling him a little shit. That's the stuff you hear online, you know? Mm -hmm. And, of course, that stuff over time is going to sink in. But that's not from the violence of the video games. That's from the society that's whispering in his ear on a daily basis, if not. Well, and even, too, you hear a lot of these kids now um, constantly saying things that obviously are inappropriate. Um, you see online, I'll see videos on Instagram and stuff like that of some of these kids that are, like, 
you know, obviously like eight, nine years old, saying mm-hmm. the N-word, mm-hmm. cussing, screaming, saying, you know, gay and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And I hate that, dude. I hate that. It's so saddening that it's 2019, almost 2020, and we still have a, a hate rhetoric in this we're, we're still, world that we live in. We still, which I know it's always there's always going to be those people out there. That yeah, are but we're do still that. dealing with the same issues we dealt with how many years ago? Yes, it's it's stupid. You know, it's like homosexuals have come to the extent that they they are now. You mm-hmm. know, anyone being gay, anyone in the LGBTQ community, you know, they have come to the extent that they are now of of growing over this time. Um, and becoming the the community that they are, and it's the same exact thing with anyone that is a different ethnicity, mm-hmm. different religion. Yep. You know this hate rhetoric that is constantly going around. The basis of this is is that we see this really wrapped into these into this stuff with with video game violence and shooting and whatever else. Absolutely. We're, and I hate saying. Republicans, but I guess more conservative politicians mm-hmm. try to say, well, the reason why all this stuff is happening is because video game violence or like that crazy ass bitch that said that shit. She was like, the reason why this is happening is because homosexuality and because video game violence. That's, That's why people ignorance. are dying. That's just ignorance. What the fuck does that mean, bro? Like, what does that mean? Nobody knows. But I agree. I, I agree with you in the aspect that. I think I really do feel, and you and me have said this for years. I feel that parent parents should be more involved in their kids' lives. You know, well, yeah. even if it comes down to playing video games, mm-hmm. go in the fucking living room with your kid and play a video game, play Minecraft, play take turns playing Fortnite. Be involved. That's it. Get off your get off your phone and go in there and chill with your kids. You know, that, that's one thing that I am super excited about. Whenever Amar and Dante get older, it's like having like game nights. I cannot wait to whoop their ass in video games, bro. I can't wait. I'm not gonna be doing none of that stuff. Like, oh, you won. Sorry. Hell no, nah, bro. I'm telling you. You gonna learn this today. You gonna learn. <laughs> Just like Bolts learned the other day. Whenever I whooped his ass in Madden. He did. <laughs> he did. Man, he did. Man, Bolts. I don't know your your mojo is gone. That's it. Doctor Evil stole it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, the main thing is that me and Bolts, I think. In, in general, I don't really know if we would say that we believe that video game violence causes real-world violence. I think what causes real-world violence is these kids or these people that are put in situations to where they don't have anyone to talk to. They you know, are isolated, picked on, whatever else. And listen, I'm not given a platform. I'm not trying to make you feel sorry for the people that do this. The, the kids... Um, or the people that went out and shot these people, they're pieces of shit. Plain Hands and down. No fans or butts. They should be, you know, there's uh, my Texas old school mind uh, thought process is they should, if they shot people, they should be shot. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me not to think that because it angers me so much that that they went in and took innocent lives because of this situation. But I do feel that. We as um, as a community, as human beings, need to be more understanding to other people's situations. If you see somebody online that is depressed, that says, "You know, I'm really down right now. I could really use some support." Be there for them. That's it. You know, jump online, play video games with them, go to their house, chill with them. You know, be more involved, and in not just your kids' lives, but your friends' lives as well. 
Um, and politicians, stop fucking blaming everything else on video games and take responsibility for the situation at hand. Be realistic. Understand that, you know, the reason why we have the stuff going on in this in this nation that we do is because, um, you know, people need help out there. But also, I mean, you think about it, bro. Look at the statistics. Look at the amount of gun violence that is across seas compared to gun violence that's here in the United States. You know, it, it's the world that we live in. It's the nation that we live in because you you can't constantly sit there and say it's like I saw a guy the other day that was a that was a conservative senator come out that was a big supporter of the NRA. He's like the reason why this is happening. It's not the guns. It's the video games. You know, these kids sit there in front of these screens for 24 to 48 hours at a time, play these games constantly, and then they're like, I want to go do that in real life. Oh, it's not the fact of the matter that that kid. Was Somehow ju- was able to go out and get a fucking gun, or was 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 left there by the parents for twenty four to 48, 48 hours. Yeah, and you know what really pisses me off is that you hear that every once in a while they'll be like, um, you'll you, the parents will be like, well, you know, he was a really good kid, and just I don't know where he did that. He's like, no, <laughs> there's obviously something wrong with this fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? He obviously had a, a, some type of mental health issue. He obviously had something, but don't go out as a politician and blame fucking video games for something. Look it into the situation and be like, damn, you know, maybe we shouldn't have, maybe people shouldn't have the ability of buying a semi-automatic weapon. You know, don't sit there. I had somebody tell me the other day, he was like, you know, handguns are semi-automatic. I'm like, how? How, how is a regular stock handgun a semi-automatic weapon? If you pull the trigger, a bullet comes out. With a semi-automatic weapon, you pull the trigger, multiple bullets come out. That's semi-automatic. So, I think this is a... I've dragged it on long enough, but the basis is video games don't cause violence, real-world violence. Plain and simple. There's no statistics that show it. There are small statistics that show someone that, you know, constantly, constantly, constantly plays violent video games that's obviously in a bad situation could have that type of effect on their brain that's it but that's like if you if you just drink constantly if you just constantly drink what's gonna happen become an alcoholic yeah so moderation moderation people anyways episode number 271 is in the books make sure to head us up next week for episode 272 we're gonna be talking about more video game news uh, i'll have my wolfenstein youngblood review very soon um but as i said um coming from somebody that that once was very conservative and is now a lot more liberal than what i used to be um you know change comes with every person understand that with that change those people could always have baggage you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I know. Just like you and me, Bolts. I mean, you know that like when we were younger, we were a lot more we were raised in very conservative households. Mm-hmm. Very conservative households. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know about your mom. But like my dad, you know, he was pretty conservative. You know, I love my dad to death, but we do not have the same political ideology at all now. You know, so I look back at myself whenever I was younger, it was like it, it angers me that I was so <laughs> closed minded. Right. You know, but no, I understand. Anyways, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, maybe you, me, and Derek can sit down and do a Off the Hinge podcast sometimes. That'd be sounding really good. Be what? 
That beat sounded real good. Peace out, guys. Love Peace, you. Peace, guys. Love you.